Episode 17, Midwest Baseball Ranks Podcast. We're at you with another one here. And we are presented by our sponsor, Joey's Red Hots, my favorite. Uh, just had a pizza day, dollar slices over at Joey's Hot Dogs in Orland Park. I can't rave enough about the pizza. Phenomenal. Everything on the menu is great. Uh, another go-to that I haven't been mentioned the past couple episodes, the cheese curds are phenomenal they are like uh, a real wisconsin cheese curds i love them my kids love them everything uh you got super bowl coming up so next couple days you got super bowl and everyone wants good food at super bowl everyone is maxing out at super bowl everyone goes on these diets after super bowl so you got super bowl go order joey's red hots go pick it up go grab some zaz go cater whatever you prefer but Get Joey's Red Hots for a Super Bowl party. I promise your your guests will be happy. They'll be excited. They'll, they want the food. I want the food. I'm getting Joey's Red Hots on Super Bowl. That's for sure. I'm having a couple people over, and you better believe I'm getting some Joey's Red Hots. Go check them out, guys. Locations all over. The catering's fantastic. The food trucks are great. Get those food truck orders in soon because they have multiple food trucks, but, man, people want them at their tournaments. They want them at their events, weddings. They got the taco trucks, everything that they do. So make sure you contact them right away about party uh trucks food trucks uh, all that good stuff joeysredhats.com go check them out right now when you're over at a tournament in oak forest in april at the end of april shoot over to the joey's red hats in orland park to go grab one of my favorites i've told you about them non-stop over the past couple weeks go get them euro burger cheese curds pizza breaded steak hot dog those are my go-to's pick them all up try them all at once let us know how good it is joeysredhats.com go check them out All right, episode 17, Midwest Baseball Ranks. Andrew, what's going on, man? How you doing today? Happy birthday. Today's your birthday, man. What's up? Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, well, by the time that this actually gets released, it won't be my birthday anymore, but oh, I appreciate it regardless. <laughs> what are you, 22 now? 23? Right? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to stick with the 22 age okay. for the rest of my birthdays, but uh, no, I'm, I just turned... I think 36, I think. not bad. You're still in your 30s. That works, man. Me and you both, we're we're holding it down for the young crowd out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, it's getting a little warmer. Snow's disappearing a little bit here, which means we're kind of getting closer to baseball, right? I'm starting to see puddles on the road. I'm starting to see some puddles. There was even last night we had practice, and I'm going – Man, if there wasn't snow on the ground, I would probably move this practice outside. (laughs) I I saw, uh, what was it? It was a team in like Japan or China. It was a a girls baseball team. And it was, I don't know, man, snow up to like midway to their ankles. And they were practicing outside. Did you see that video? dude? They they do it different in China, man. They They were ground balls and everything. They had to field it in the snow. And I'm like, man, these Midwest coaches better not see this video because these kids are going to be out there. I promise you. Trust trust me. There's been times where I've almost told my players, like, hey, just bring your snow gear, guys, because we're going outside today. I got some yellow baseballs and everything. We're good to go. (laughs) Find it. You bring out the white baseballs. Make them find it. Make them work in that snow. That's the only way they'll get out in the snow. My kid don't want to shovel. I mean, hey, throw baseball. He'll go out there and play baseball in the snow. And they're too too old anymore to make snowmen and all that kind of stuff. So now they want to – now, instead of – 
having snowball fights. They're trying to throw the snowball as hard as they can and, you know. Hurt someone. Try to break a window, right. I guess. I don't know. They're acting like there's a scout there with his pocket radar with a snowball. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, we're getting closer, but, uh, you know, all you guests out there, guys, make sure you go uh, like, subscribe. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We post a... Uh, episode on the website each and every episode uh you know show us a like hit that uh five stars we like those five stars we're building it up audience has been fantastic um check out the website midwestbaseballrinks.com check out instagram facebook um you know we asked we asked people to submit some questions last week and we got a bunch of questions so um that was awesome i know that's something that yeah, that's awesome i can't wait to answer those man yeah. there's there's some good questions and the good thing is we got so many of them right. that we're gonna be able to do some this show some next show so keep those questions coming. Keep keep them flowing. Probably the coolest question that we got, to be completely honest with you, was somebody wanted to have that fun game that we do with our guests at the end of it. They they started asking us a question themselves, a, a fun question themselves. So, you know, keep those coming. Keep those fun questions coming. We would love to answer some of those fun questions, you know, about socks and cracks or slides or whatever it is nowadays. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, we might steal some of those questions for the guests as well so you might hear us you know chime in on that but we'll wait for those questions to the end yeah so it makes you guys listen all the way through all the way through you got it that's, that's <laughs> the best part you get to the end and we we hit you with the fun questions but I, I, yeah it was awesome to see all the questions that we we got it's uh all your questions that were submitted they will be answered at some point as long as there's nothing crazy uh, I mean, there's some crazy people out there but we luckily did not get any crazy questions uh, so as long as it's a you know realistic question they'll be answered at some point um you yeah. know within the next couple shows whatever we got yeah we got three yeah speaking speaking of speaking of crazy people you know you got Tabor out there from our last show just a quick recap out there wearing socks and crocs and you saw that i started I, oh man i started following him on uh on tiktok and he's got some really good videos but then he did a really sad video about how he starts to realize that all of his friends are famous and gives our boy mark paul a shout out <laughs> and you know guardian baseball shout out and that little kid that's doing all the umping stuff he's really good friends with him i'm trying to get him to come on and and do an episode with us a little kid that's out there umping yeah, all these it. games and yeah. stuff man i i'm really i i tried to reach out to them and it's just it's fun and and stuff but in all hindsight i mean Tabor's a good dude and he's 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 just funny man but did you see he posted something or someone posted something on his facebook it had like little plows on the cracks did you see that no i didn't dude, see that it was hilarious so someone was like that one guy that doesn't stop wearing crocs and it had the cracks but it had like a little plow on it so it was like when he steps forward it just plows the snow <laughs> He's a he's a good dude, man. And We're we, going too far with the socks and crocs, guys. Man, it's, it's part of the show moving forward. I don't think we can get away from it. It's like <laughs> this is what we're about now. There's no getting away from it. This is us now. So right? so in other words, our next sponsor is gonna be Crocs. I'm already <laughs> trying, man. I'm already trying. You don't think I've been trying after the past couple episodes? <laughs> I'm telling Heck, him, I was just them. at DSW the other day, man. I, I, I'm looking for, I was looking for some new shoes, and then we're going to Hawaii coming up. So I'm like, man, I got to get some new slides. And I'm like, 
well, wait a second. Do it. Maybe I should go over to the croc oh, section and look at the crocs do over it. there because apparently that's all the rage. You got to do it. You have to do it. We both have to do it at this point. Right? We have to. We have to see what it's about. If uh, I ever go to one of Tabor's tournaments, I'm showing I, my entire team showing up in crocs. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I, I swear to God when I tell you this, I've had maybe eight to 12 people reach out, text, and say, hey, Tabor, John, uh, who else have we had that mentioned Crocs? Uh, Zev coming up. Everybody yep. has told me they're like, "Hey, they're not lying about these Crocs. They're the real deal." And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> what?" I'm like, "I haven't talked to you in two years, and you're texting me telling me about Crocs right now." <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Whether we get a sponsorship. I mean, we're giving them tons of free ads here, so they need to be Crocs. Yeah, to be listening yeah, to this yeah, something. Right. Hey, Crocs, yeah. Crocs, Crocs reps. I know you're listening. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. We've probably sold a good 50 pairs of crocs oh, within yeah. just two episodes oh so. yeah agreed <laughs> but no man uh, yeah Tabor was awesome you know we've had a, a lot of really really good guests recently we had Tabor um who again just just an awesome person then we had John from JP Sports and all that they're doing you know this coming mm-hmm. season they got a ton going on and you know he really broke yeah. down all the details and in, in, in his tournaments and what they're trying to build and you know I loved I loved hearing what he's got going on because they're trying to do yeah. you know become that next step here yeah yeah and they're close you know they're yeah, they're really close but then you then we had hawks gold on with barry yeah. and and dave and you know they're just genuine guys and they just are doing it for the kids and and everything so that was that was really cool but they went a little bit deeper into the into the game itself and 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 everything and you know we talked about the michigan monster for a while yeah. and then you had Patrick come on and, you know, it just, you know, it just, it, we've had some really good guests. And I think the, the biggest takeaway from the guests that we've had on this past show, previous shows, they're all just wholesome guys that love the game of baseball, that want to be around the game of baseball, that are doing this for the kids that, that don't care necessarily. And I know that our, our, website is midwest baseball ranks and stuff but they don't really care about the ranks they 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 don't don't. it's just fun for them uh and stuff they're more about like what we're doing as far as talking about baseball and getting the word out there about these other programs and stuff and i've made some really good friends already from being on the show yo you're one of them and then yo you have all these other guys chit-chatting and stuff it's 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 cool it's it's really cool yeah, you know, I was going to interrupt you when you started to talk about the people, but I'm like, I already know what he's going to say. Um, and I was going to say, I know what you're going to say, but it, yeah, it, it's about be, being good people. And every guest that we've had on is are just good people and in it for the right reasons. I think that's so important because um, I, I think there are a lot of really good people in travel baseball, but sometimes the the, the group on the other side just gets caught up in the moment sometimes and right. maybe they are good people and it just doesn't show all the time so my thing is like well the more we showcase these good great people doing it for the right reasons maybe you know something's changed and you know that's that's kind of my goal here um i think i told uh i think it was dave and barry in the last episode that was like my goal is for someone to take away one thing from every interview that we do yeah you know just yeah. one thing i, I mean I just think it's so important for folks to understand there's more good people in travel baseball than there are not good people. There's, there's way more good people. And I just think that for those that are new to travel baseball, they might come into this thing already with a, a, a stained idea of what 
travel sports are. It's really not like that. You know, you have multiple organizations that, you know, go at it with each other and it's all for fun. It's not like we're not rubbing it in each other's face. We're not going out there and purposely recruiting kids away from other teams. And these kids are, are friends with each other on Instagram and they have play dates together and, and all this other kind of stuff. Like it's, that's what, that's, that's the message that we're trying to get through to, to folks. Right. But you know, you know, the problem is Andrew is the, the, the bad apples in this, in this sport, they get yeah. highlighted way more than the good apples. You don't hear anything about the good people of the game ever. Right. You know, right. well, you, you don't, you always, you know, lesson in sales, right? You know, if you get a positive review that might reach five people, but if you get a negative review, that's going to reach 500 people. Right, right, right. Exactly, and that's travel baseball. And yeah, right. you know, you always hear about a coach exploding or doing something wrong yeah. or anything, but you don't ever hear about a guy, you know, that just goes the extra mile. And hey, his team went zero four in a tournament, but they went out for ice cream after and and, and lunch, right. and they enjoyed their weekend. You don't hear about that ever. So it's no. like that's what we're highlighting. No. We're highlighting good right. people. I think it was Patrick right. a couple weeks ago. His moment was um, a loss, right? The one that he'll never yeah. forget. Like that's yep. pretty pretty damn cool to me. Like yeah. that's a teaching yep. moment. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of losses, you're gonna have a couple of losses uh to some teams that are not not teams themselves, but some of these teams in your eleven U tournament, they're gonna they're gonna walk away with a couple of losses, that's for sure, with the lineup that you got coming. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a battle, man. We talked about so what do we release that? Um uh, what was that? So last week we released the eleven yeah. U. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we yeah. released eleven U, and uh, man, we we released that, and they, it it blew up. Um, it blew up so were, much you had to look at a different age group, correct? I did, yeah. So <laughs> we uh, we're doing twelve U. I know I teased it um, last week. Uh, wait, last week, yeah, I teased it last yeah. week and didn't give out the teams. Um, the eleven U division is so loaded. It it, 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 I'm telling you, it was all over social media. People were messaging me like, "Oh, can I get in?" You know, unfortunately, we capped it at twelve, and that's kind of where we're keeping it. It's yep. uh, that's good amount of teams, though. That's good yeah. baseball for everybody. Right, five states. You know, twelve top teams. You know, I, I said who's truly the best in the Midwest, and we're gonna find out. And uh, yep. the twelve U division. So I know people are excited for this. People have been talking about it and trying to you know get a little sneak peek and i haven't been able to give that sneak peek and uh, i've been waiting for this show here so we're going to release the 12 view division here uh, same wait. weekend june 3rd june 5th muskegon wisconsin um you know battle of the rankings here 12 view true invite only true invite only andrew i want to stress yeah. that yeah yes yes not too many out there so please stress the fact that this is literally an invite you're not asking to be invited i'm not submitting a resume to be invited we are calling good people that have good baseball teams yes that's the invite we're not even if if you're top dog and and everything if you're not good people you're not getting an invite that's just how this is gonna go Right, right. And that's what it's all about, man. Just we're changing the game here and we're starting it off here. So let's kick this 12 U division off. Um, I'm excited, man. I, before I get into teams, I, I just this division excites me a little bit more than the 11 U division. And um, it it's just as strong. Don't get me wrong. But this 12U division is gritty. It's tough. You have a bunch mm -hmm. of middle-tier teams here that are not afraid, that want to play top competition. And I, I'm telling you here, 
you know what? Let's just get in the teams, and we'll talk about it yeah, after. Yeah, because I'm getting it. too excited yeah, right now. Just do it. I'm getting yeah, too just excited. Do it. <laughs> so 12 U teams. We're going to kick it off with um, we got a, a newer team out of Wisconsin here, the Capital City Predators. It's a new combined team here. Uh, good people over there. Excited to see what they bring to the table. Um, next, we got uh, number 49 in our Midwest rankings, top-tier Americans headquarters out of Illinois. Um, number 40, got the West Inglewood Tigers out of Chicagoland area. Number 39, the Midwest Athletics out of Indiana. They were formerly the Razorbacks last year out of Indiana, so brought over, came over to the Midwest Athletics. Uh, this team is tough, man. I, I saw them play in Kentucky, and they're just, they're again, gritty. They're, they're just, they're tough. Um, number 36, Cangelosi Sparks, O'Neill's team, another, you know, top team from Illinois. Cangelosi Sparks just always, always you know, pumping out great teams. Excited to see what they can do. Number 33, Oakland Lightning. This is a team that is very underrated. Um, they are they are tough, man. They got good pitching, and they smack the ball over the field. They're not afraid to play top teams. They're excited to be here. Uh, number 32, the TB Tigers out of Indiana. Uh, another team that, you know, had a great season last year. A uh, real good record. Um, played in some tough, comp- uh, tough tournaments, and now they're up in their game a little bit. I'm excited to see what this team brings to the table. Uh, good people over there. I've been uh, talking to them for a couple months now, so excited to uh, see what they could do here. Uh, number nine, top tier Michigan. We know what those guys do over there. Dave and his program, um, you know they're going to be ready. It's uh, it, There's no doubt about that. You, you know, you're in, you're in Michigan over there. You know how they roll. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, number eight, Cedar Rapids Reds. This is an awesome program, man. One of the best in the country. Cedar Rapids Reds out of Iowa. Uh, we had Casey Paul I on with us a couple weeks ago. This uh, this program is fantastic. One of the best in the country. They, they, everyone knows who they are. So excited to have them. Number seven, the hometown favorite. Uh, not, I don't want to say favorite. The hometown team, uh, Milwaukee Angels. Again, another program that just dishes out top team after top team, every age level. They got the home field advantage a little bit here, so excited to see what they do. Uh, number six, Upper Deck out of Illinois. Um, another strong name out of Illinois. Uh, good pitching, good coach over there. Brian Bullington does a fantastic job with his uh, pitching staff over there. and Excited to see what they could do. But um, yeah. Andrew, what do you think, man? It's awesome. You know, I would say that by... If I'm looking at this right now, just because I'm biased, I would say my my winner out of this is going to be top tier. That's that's who that's, I'm going to go. So Dave, you better guys. go there and perform, man. I'm putting my <laughs> name on you here. Okay, so um, I would probably go top tier, but it could it, top tier Michigan that is, but it could go it could go any way. I you know I think that there's a good round, um, a good diverse amount of talent. Um, within all the teams, every team's gonna have you know its weaknesses. Every team's gonna have you know its 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 strengths, and if they get the right matchup, you know, I wouldn't doubt any of these teams. Right. The thing that sticks out for me, and and I'm not just saying that you have so you got number six, number seven, number eight, number nine in the Midwest. Um, right. When this tournament happens, these rankings are thrown out the window. Like I said. These yeah. uh, 49 top tier American, 40 West Inglewood. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to see yeah. West Inglewood in, in, a, in a first no. round of a bracket play. I can guarantee no. you that. Um, yeah. Because they're going to yeah. throw their gun and right. they have some strong pitching. They have fantastic fielding um, and, and they play tough, man. So this is like, who you, you match up with any guy first round. Right. Uh, I mean, no let's easy. be honest. Let's be honest here. Again, they're 12 years old. So, like, 
they're going to have their good days. They're going to have their bad days. But if you're, if you want to get down to it, there is zero difference between six, seven, eight, and nine. Those are all the same teams. Right. Like, you know, number six is the same type of team as number nine is. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the same with 32, 33, 36, 39, 40. There is, those guys, they're all the same team. So right. you can kind of throw those out the out the window. You know, maybe six, seven, eight, nine, maybe those teams have been together for a little bit longer and they're they're a little bit more known than the 32 through 30, 32 through 49 teams there. But I'll tell you, it's I w- I mean I wouldn't pa- put it past West Inglewood to win this thing right. either. 100%. So uh, it's it's just it is what it is. You're gonna go there. You're gonna play top teams. You got and you're gonna have to show up. You're not gonna be able to pitch off. You're gonna you're gonna have to show off. Right. That's the thing here. It's 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 gonna be strategic for these coaches. So it's not easy. Like uh, like I said, uh-huh. you, so let's say you're the number one seed. You're you're top tier Michigan. You're the number one seed, and you're you got to go against West Inglewood round one. What are you gonna do? You, you got to throw your ace, right? Because you got to advance. Right. I mean, right. you can't right. throw off. Exactly. It's, right. Exactly. Maybe in pool play you can yeah, throw right. off a little bit, but but you don't want to throw off too much because you dang sure don't want to be the the bottom seed playing the one seed in bracket play because that completely changes your strategy again. Right. But again, I'll actually counterpoint that, you know, sometimes it might not even matter. So if you're going into this and your pool play, you might be coming in thinking, hey, if we go one on one, who cares? Or if we go into who right. cares? Because, hey, I may be the number 49th ranked team, but I know my team can beat six, seven and eight. So it's like right. the gap between the six, seven and eight to the 39, 40, 49. It's so slim. It's. Yeah, it's really not. It's just you can't have multiple number six teams. Right. Right. Like, eventually you have to start ranking them out, right? Right. Like, you can't have multiple teams. You know, that's, you know, I I would even say, you know, maybe you do throw off a little bit and see if you can't. maybe, Maybe you throwing off is the difference of two or three miles per hour on the fastball. And maybe that team is expecting you to throw your guy that is two, three miles an hour faster. So maybe throwing off actually helps your cause because they're not expecting that. They're they're thinking and now they're way too early on all their all their swings. Yep. They're mm-hmm. following a bunch off and everything else. So right. no, I, I can't stress enough. I you know the six uh, upper deck Milwaukee Angel Cedar Rapids Reds top tier Michigan. They deserve to have their shine. They are top 10 ranked teams in the midwest and they are unbelievable teams unbelievable coaches good people but i'm telling you this middle here between tv tigers oakland lightning kansas City sparks midwest athletics west Inglewood tigers top tier americans and the predators mm-hmm. guys this is no joke i'm telling you these teams yeah. do not be surprised if you see a team outside of six seven eight nine win this tournament i'm, I'm, I'm calling it right now I, that's, that's my prediction I'm calling it right now. You got your top tier Michigan, which is a damn good pick if I do say so myself. But I'm calling it right now. Someone outside of that six, seven, eight, nine is going to win this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. But you know I'm biased. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so. I, I mean, hey, if you're gonna be biased, at least pick a good team like that. So it, it's gonna work out for you. So uh, but again, I, man, I can't wait for this tournament. This one's going to be a blast. It is. I'm so excited for it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, we are adding one more team there. So I, I did want to throw that out there. Um, we're at 11 
we're working on this 12th one, trying to secure them. Hopefully, by the time this episode is out, but um, I didn't want to throw them on there until you know yeah. they were officially good to go. Yeah, you don't want to jinx it. Yeah, right. I don't want to jinx <laughs> it. But another top team, if we get them too, again, man, this is a bloodbath. It's uh, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I so I can't wait. So yeah. everyone, you guys, you get, come check this tournament out if you're around. We're gonna be doing a bunch of live stream stuff, live interviews. Um, Actually, I don't want to give away too many details. Might have to go back and edit that. <laughs> uh, but it, it, this term is going to be special, man. Uh, up in Muskego, Wisconsin, um, you know, doing some things at the Milwaukee Angels facility for the kids. And uh, I can't wait, man. This is a bloodbath. It's going to be so exciting. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait. Man. It's just a battle. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be cool. That's, that's going to be awesome. Hey, wh- what do you got for this spring showdown here, yeah, too? So- Another one, man. So this is what I really want to talk about. Um, this is what we are doing at Midwest Baseball Ranks. We're trying to put, you know, good stuff together and do things that people want to do. So I had, uh, I don't know, it must have been four or five coaches come to me and say, hey, do you know where any top teams are playing on April 29th through May 1st? I'm like, I haven't heard about anything, but let me call some people. So I started calling some teams, some texting teams, emailing teams, and like, no, we're not doing anything that weekend, or we're off, or I can't find anything, or I'm waitlisted. Um, so one or two of the guys were like, hey, throw something together. I'm like, wow, it's it's, it's February. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's a little late, it's guys. It's a little late, right. But you know what? We're for the people. We're for the people here. So I called my guy, Mike Strail, over at Oak Forest Baseball, uh, and I said, hey, Mike, what, what, what can we do? Can we do anything this weekend? He said, what do you need? And I said, I don't know, 10 teams. Eight, actually, I originally said eight teams. He's like, all right, let me check. Call me back in 10 minutes. And he's like, hey, you're good to go. I got you two fields, and I'll be there to help you. Mike's my guy. He, you know, he does a fantastic job over with Oak Forest. And uh, he's like, two fields, good to go. Let me know um, what you need from me. All right, cool. Uh, I sent it out to you know some teams, and uh, this is a week and a half ago, if that. So a week and a half, you know, we're at 19 – or what do I got, 10 teams? Um nine teams right now in a week nine, and a half yeah. man and we're not talking like just some random slouches i mean you're talking top tier michigan upper deck milwaukee angels white flash indiana phenom bartlett rebels kangalosi sparks dynasty oak forest four states for a local tournament put together in a week <laughs> that's crazy that, dude you're talking four <laughs> states for a local tournament and and, and I, I i put this together in one week so to me that that just shows what we're building hey by the way playing. out there in listening land if you're an 11 u team looking for that last spot you better hurry up yep, yep. <laughs> you better hurry up because yeah. somebody's gonna jump on it someone's hopping in and and hey it's it's a great tournament. I mean, this is this is just just turned into like a top tournament. I, you know, overnight. This was one yeah. week, and I think it's really special. Um, the people that are buying into what we are building, the people that trust us to you know do something right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, again, we have four teams for a two day tournament at a local field. Right. Who's who? Who's four states. That? Four states, not four teams. We have right. nine teams for, from teams? four states. Yes, you said four teams. <laughs> Thank so you let's, for correcting that. Yeah. Maybe that's the part that you can edit out. But it's definitely <laughs> four. No, I'm just joking. It's definitely four states, and there's nine teams. Okay, right. so like, like, and that and <laughs> to get the the talent that's there. First of all, it's amazing that everybody's off that weekend. Right. Yeah. Like it's hard enough 
in the first place to try to match up with teams because some teams are off, some teams are on, some teams are out of state, some teams are local. So to have all those teams willing to travel to get to these places, to to Oak Forest to play, I mean, that's a huge thing in itself. But I just think, <laughs> you know, a, a week. It, we're not talking, like, it's not even advertised. No, right. Right. This is the guys. This is the first advertising we're doing of this. Yeah. Right. right. And we just need one spot. We don't even really theoretically need to advertise because we'll no, get the it, one it's spot. It's gonna fill. It's gonna fill. We're just so, talking about it. It doesn't matter. Right. right. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you might be full by the time you even listen to this, but hundred percent. Yeah. I, right. I just think it's really cool. Um, these these top teams that are buying in. Uh, you know, I don't even want to say buying in. I don't know if that's the right word, but you're trusting us to do things yeah. the right way. Um, yeah. You know, they, they believe in what we're building. And, you know, I love it. I love talking to these teams. You're, you're doing it too. And just, hey, they just want to talk about their teams. They want us, us to see their teams play. Um, that's yeah. special. That's what it's about. And right. I, I, you know, right. I promise you we're going to do everything we can to check your team out, whether it's at our event or other events. Yeah. We're going to be watching. And if we don't, if we don't, reach out to us. Yeah. You know, we're, it's only two of us. We don't have 18 people around the nation trying to look at different areas and different teams and, and everything. It's it's literally Jim and myself looking at Game Changer, trying to watch your – even watching Game Changer live games yep. and stuff. I know that Hit Dogs in our area was just down in Florida, and I was watching some of their games and everything, just kind of doing some homework and stuff. I know that a couple other Hit Dogs are going down to Florida – here in another couple weeks. So, you know, it, first of all, it's fun to watch in the first place. It, it kind of gets me a little jealous since we're just yeah. doing like a little infield yep. scrimmages basically right now. Yep. But, but you know, it's just like we're watching, but we can't watch everything. So if you legitimately have a team that you're like, hey, guys, can you check us out? Can you give us your honest feedback on us? Yeah. We will absolutely do that. Even if it's even if the feedback is not something that you necessarily want to hear, we're going to keep it real. We're going to tell you guys exactly what we think, where you guys fit. You know, if we think you're an up and coming team, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, eh, you're a really solid team. I don't think you're a top ten team, but you're a solid team. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. I think that that's okay. I mean, again, they're young. That we talked to oh, who was it? Um, they did some recruiting. Patrick, I think, right? Oh, yeah. No, it, it was Zev from Guardian, which you guys will hear in a little bit. It, it was Zev, and he was talking about recruiting because of his college team. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you ever go to a 10, 11, 12-year-old yeah, game yeah, yeah. and do some recruiting? He's like, God, no, I don't have time for that. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, like, it's fine yeah. if your team isn't super highly ranked. It's it's not a knock on you or your program. No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's, uh, you know, the one thing I really enjoy about what we're doing here is I have teams reaching out to me, um, and I'm sure you too, nonstop. I, I must have talked to at least 50, 60 people consistent basis. They're yeah. saying, hey, where are teams going this weekend? Or, hey, do you know anything yeah. going on this weekend? Because teams yeah. want to play good teams. So it's like, hey, that's what we want to do. Reach out to us and say, hey, I got an open date on June, whatever. Um, yep. Do you know anything going on? We will Absolutely. ask all of our contacts. We will. Yeah, I we, promise you we'll I, get it out there. I just had that happen. The ONTNG6 coach reached out to me from Ohio and said, hey, 
what are you guys doing June 10th? And I was like, well, June 10th is our open states weekend up here in Michigan. I, you're more than welcome to come. It's it's definitely going to be loaded, right. you know, but here's another tournament and here's yeah. another tournament and here's another tournament if you're looking more for a destination tournament. I have no problem. Shoot me a text, email, yeah. whatever. You know, I finally, finally, you set me up with an email. Damn, you had to earn your keep first, Andrew. I told you, I don't, you uh, the tri- you're on your trial period. You passed. You're in now. <laughs> so you can email me at sales at, at midwestbaseballranks.com. Uh, and if you have questions, ask right. if i don't know the answer i'll find it for you right we I, have so yeah. many connections right now it's yep. it's unreal how many connections that we have built from from this podcast alone from people listening to it and unique views that we get on every show and everything it's unreal the response and we thank all of you guys out there that are listening to it and everything else but but keep those connections up because use us as the middleman. Yeah. We can be your middleman between other connections and we can hook you up with these people as soon as we as soon as we make that connection ourselves. Right, right. Yeah. Let us be the middleman. We'll introduce you to whoever you want to be introduced. Um, and I've had a couple people say, hey, can you um, who was it? actually uh, Jeremy Bush from Naperville didn't have the Midwest Mafia coaches e- email or Perfect. phone number. He here, here it is. Boom. Yeah, right. Done. So simple. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not, we're not, we're not charging you five bucks uh, a contact we right. give you. No, <laughs> Maybe absolutely we should, not. But <laughs> yes, man, if that was the case, we might, we might be able to do this for our day job. <laughs> we might. Hey, this is my day job, man. We're, I'm all in on this. You're still working. Uh, I'd actually, this is, this is harder than uh, a day job. <laughs> Talking yeah. everyone and yeah. grinding networking, man. Yeah, Networking's tough. Yeah, but we're getting it out there. So you know, yeah. reach out to us, guys. Let us know um, what you're looking for. I, like I said, yeah. we promise you, we'll find you an answer. Um, we'll we'll talk to everyone that we talk to. Our our contact list is very strong, and it's continuing to grow each and every single day with coaches, yeah. um, organizations, and everything. So reach out to us, whether you're an A team, a double A. Uh, major however you want to call them and everyone calls them different things in other states which is another yeah, topic yeah, of its own whatever no, it's, yeah. it, it, it's baseball yeah right just reach out to us i don't <laughs> care we just reach out to us we, yeah. we know everything baseball just just send it out and if we don't know it the answer immediately back to you would be i don't know however I'll figure it out for you, right, and out. that's what we'll do right right so reach out to andrew reach out to me um you can reach out on our website um you can get me Jim at MidwestBaseballRanks.com. You get Andrew at sales at MidwestBaseballRanks.com. We'll find an answer, I promise you. Um, so, yeah, you know, again, 11U tournament over in Oak Forest. That's going to be another fun one, so look out for that yeah. in April. Yeah. Um, as of this recording, we got one spot left. Go check it out on the website, MidwestBaseballRanks.com, in the store if you want to hop in. Um, again, this was supposed to have be eight teams because – I threw it together last minute, and we're at nine teams right now, four states, and so that's crazy. So more to come yeah. from that. We'll let you know who that yeah, last absolutely. team to hop in is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's. Uh, we promised you guys at the beginning of the show here um, that you guys had some questions for us. Uh, it looks like there's three of them that we're gonna answer today. One of those being the fun one. You know, um, Jim, did you want to take the first one here and? ask the question and then we can kind of discuss back and forth here you want to do that i'll I'll take the second one or what what you want to do yeah we'll go let's go back and forth here um and again everyone that submitted questions they will be answered at some point um you know we'll mix in a couple here and there we're going to start having 
two episodes per week minimum, um, not just interviews. So we're going to ramp this up more once the season gets yeah. going here. So expect that. But first question, again, thanks for all the feedback, everyone. Uh, first question. I really, really like this question. This is a tough question. It is. It is. It, I'm excited for it, though. Um, yeah. How to tell your kid that he didn't make a team, whether it's a full-time travel team, showcase team, local all-star team, whatever it may be, how do you go about having that conversation? You want Boy. me to start or you want to start? Let me let me chime in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, obviously, I'm a coach. Obviously, I've had to, unfortunately, there's times where – players kind of drop themselves and there's times that you kind of have to have that difficult conversation. Fortunately, I've had really good parents when it comes to that situation. So it, it, it made it a little bit easier, but nothing hurts me more than a kid not smiling about baseball. So, you know, look, Michael Jordan didn't make the varsity team. I'm glad you said that. Most people say he got cut from high school, which drives me nuts. So I'm glad you he said He didn't make the varsity team. He had Correct. to play JV. Correct. Okay. He did, he. It's not that he got cut. So shout out to the JV coach for knowing that he was good <laughs> enough to at least play JV. But, 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 you know, I can probably tell you that even in the major leagues, there's they, they got cut teams they didn't make the varsity team their freshman or sophomore year you know they they had to earn their keep and you know I guess how I would approach it with my own kid is hey buddy it's it's not that you're not worthy it's not that you um, are not good enough it's maybe you had a bad day maybe Maybe it's a situation of, of your your primary a second baseman and maybe they already have three or four second basemen, you know, and they don't want you sitting the bench because they feel that maybe you'd be able to get playing time someplace else. And I know it's hard and I know it stinks, but use this as fuel. Use this as something to drive you to be better. You don't give up. Don't come back next year and show them why they made a mistake by letting you go. Don't don't give up. You know, don't ever give up. Right, right. I, I love that. Uh, I love the don't give up because it's still a dream. Um, you know, and, and I think it's good to have both of our voices here because you coach your full-time travel team. Um, I coach, you know, some showcase teams and everything. So, you know, it's the same thing, but a little different here um, when it comes to it. And I, it's a tough conversation to have, but as a parent, you have to be able to handle this conversation. So I'll be honest with you. I hope, you know, before you have that conversation with your kid, you talk in the mirror, you talk to your wife, girlfriend, whoever, talk to somebody about it to make sure it's going to go okay. Even if, even if it's you in the mirror, it may sound dumb, but you got to be somewhat prepared to have this conversation. And um, where you have the conversation is important too. Is it sometimes in the car is not the best place because they're so used to getting yeah. yelled at in the car after games and stuff right. like that. Um, I got a buddy who coaches a team over here, uh, that dynasty team actually. And he, I, he, he swears by us. He takes his kid to get ice cream after every single game, um, just to put a smile on his face. So I think when you're having this conversation of, um, how to tell your kid, you want him to smile at some point in the conversation, whether it's a yes. little joke you make at the end, um, you know, some type of um, smile here. And you never, 
ever, and I hope I shouldn't even have to say this, but I think I do. You you should not be mad at your kid for not making a team. And right, I hate to it's, say it, but I, I think I have to say it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely have to say it. I mean, you know, speaking of put a smile on your face, I mean, I'm pretty sure Mark Paul has <laughs> has, has made some sort of TikTok related yeah, to, right. to this and stuff like, and it's so true. And and I think that, and then I'll let you continue, but I, I think that. It's important that you allow your kid to vent their frustrations to you yeah. before you get into the philosophical way of how you're going to handle the situation. Let your kid get all of their frustrations out. Let them let them announce to you their disappointment and not going because that may change your approach to how you're handling that situation you don't you don't want to make it all about well i don't it's not that you're not good enough right. when that's not really what they're frustrated about you don't right. want to open that box if that's not really what they're frustrated about so understand what they're frustrated about first and then curve your speech to what they're frustrated about. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. And I, that was a perfect example because ask your kid, he may say, or she may say, you know what, I don't, I, it really wasn't a big deal. I did it for you or something like that. And then that tailors the conversation a different way. Yep. So, and if, he, Absolutely. if your kid is truly, truly upset, he wanted this more than any, then you, you tailor it that way to, you know what, we're going to work our tails off next year to have another chance at this, but you can't give up because yeah. this is what you want to do. We'll figure out right. a way to make it happen if we work hard. So it's like, right. do not give that dream up. Oh man. The best thing that I would be able to hear from a kid would be, you know what, dad, it just wasn't my day. You know, like I, I thought I did well. Um, I knew I made some mistakes. I didn't think that they were that detrimental to not make the team, but it just wasn't my day. Like, I'm not even mad about it. Right. I know what I did. I know what I need to fix. And sometimes you're going to get that. But if you don't allow them to say that, then you're going to go into it and be like, well, I mean, you did. You, you might have right. done this wrong and you yeah. might have done this wrong and you might have done this wrong. And, and they already know that. So they don't need right. to be beaten up about it. And if they come to you with an answer like that of, I know what I did. I know I just had an off day. Then your speech can legitimately be, okay, well, let's go get them next year. Right. And then that's it. Like it's done. Right. Speech is over. Right. And even with, <laughs> so I, I, I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard well, I didn't do anything wrong. I, I did everything perfect. And deep down, you know, well, dude, you didn't hustle. You, you booted 10 ground balls. Right. You didn't hit good. But I don't think when you're telling your kid that you didn't make the team, that's not the right conversation is to say, you know what, you did You did do something wrong. You did this, this, and this. Right. That's the not That's not the right time right. to do that right. conversation. You could right. do that exactly. two months when you're in the, in the garage working on hitting and say, hey, remember exactly. the tryout? Maybe – Maybe we tweak this because at the trial it wasn't, you know, it didn't go great. Let this, right. Let's try that. Exactly. So that initial conversation is so important. Um, they have enough pressure. You don't need to add more to it. And, you know, we're all right. guilty of it. We've done it at some right. point. So how do we and that, get away from that? I know. And, you know, we could probably talk about this for hours <laughs> of, of this. But to be completely honest with you, I mean, that, that kind of leads – really good into the next question that that our audience sent out here so i'm going to read you guys the question and and jim you were talking about the pressure like they got enough pressure right. on them already 
You know, so this question by one of our 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 listeners, um, thank you again, by the way. You know, how do you go about keeping your kid motivated if the team he is on doesn't share the same drive and take it as serious? Yeah, that's that's another great question, uh, and just piggybacks off of what we were just talking about. Um, this this is a, a character thing when it comes to this kid. Um, I think that kid, and he probably does, but continue to build his leadership up because this is going to make him or her a stronger player, um, a stronger person. Because if you can handle yourself in that situation, if you don't get mad, you're not yelling at teammates to, um, it's, it's all about how you handle it. Like, you know, I, I think it shows a lot, you know, and, and you reevaluate at the end of the year. Well, maybe this isn't the place for me, but, you know, for these yeah. next two, three months, I'm here and I have to do everything I can to grow my, you know, m- me as a player, but also as a team. So I think yeah. being a leader is so important when it comes to this, you know, to, to take it upon yourself and do everything you can. And it may be frustrating and let your frustrations out at home, in the car, wherever it may be, but not on your teammates because, Unfortunately, you know, they may not have that same drive that you do. And, uh, you know, it just might not be the great fit for you. Right. And I think I have to bring this up, too. Like, as parents, the kid probably already knows that he might be the more motivated than some of the other players. But please don't bash the team or anybody else to the kid that you're talking with like don't don't openly talk bad about the team in front of your kid because that's going to portray the wrong attitude for him and it's just going to cause him to have his own ideas be swayed when they really shouldn't be right you know he should just be worried about going out there and playing and as as parents i guess what i would say is is almost essentially what you said I would I would just start giving him more responsibilities as far as being a leader. Yeah. I would start telling him, okay, well, this kid doesn't look like he's all like all there, I guess, and put it in your own better ways than that. But <laughs> but you know, this you know, maybe instead of you know being quiet about it, maybe speak up. Maybe maybe what you do is say, hey guys, I'm busting my butt here to make us a better team. Can you guys at least try to match what we're trying to do here? Right. Instead of instead of just running around and lollygagging and being a distraction, you know, try to talk to your player about, hey, if you want your team to be better, then you need to be a better leader too. So add more challenges to them for that team. And again, Jim, like you said, reevaluate at the end of the year. Right. Don't take it out on that team that year just because you're frustrated. Right. Okay. Reevaluate at the end of the year. And it doesn't need to be a messy breakup either. It doesn't need to be anything along the lines of, well, you just said this and you said that and this and that and the other thing. It doesn't need to be like that. It can just be. Hey, I think we're gonna go our separate ways this right. year. He got offered a spot on this other team. Yeah, right. It's that simple. I, you know, that's I, it. What you said. I think it's about how you have the conversation too. If yeah. you're respectful and um, ask for feedback, you know, as this leader, as a leader, you want to come to your team and have that conversation, like you said. But it's about how you handle that conversation. So if yeah. you come in there guns a blazing and say you guys need to step your shit up, blah blah blah, and uh, right. all this, it's not gonna go well. And and right, no. you know. It, Maybe it will for the number 
two team in the country. Well, you, that's a little you, different. You turn into a bad teammate. Right. right. If you do that, you, right. you turn into a bad teammate and you're not even meaning to, you're trying to be a better teammate to try to make your team better. But if you come in there, you know, guns blazing, you turn into a bad teammate. You turn into an, what we're trying to avoid is an uncoachable kid. Right. And if a kid comes in there and, and this is why I say don't talk openly about the team in front yeah. of your kid, especially your so frustrations, important. because that turns your kid into an uncoachable player. And then that is reflected if you at the end of the year, you don't want to be with that team anymore. That's still we all talk. All coaches talk. We know everything about every player. OK. And although that some teams may not look at it and want to form their own judgment, which is the right thing to do, like form your own judgment on somebody or a kid. But we all talk and it's going to be in the back of our minds. And it, it may be the difference <laughs> between Johnny or Jimmy. Right. At that point. Yeah. So, like, just be careful and don't put it in their heads. Like, hey, you're the hardest worker on this team and everybody else is just lollygagging and doing whatever. Don't don't put that in their head. Just create more challenges for them as far as being a good leader, as far as being a good student, as far as being a good teammate, you know, that type of stuff. Just put more in it and then go your separate ways after that because I would much rather hear – from a coach, because I I would go to the, their coach and say, hey, what about Johnny? Oh man, he was such a good teammate. He just yeah. wanted to be a leader. He wanted he was a good teammate. He was always there for his kids, always there for his for his team. You know, his parents are super nice. Like they just pushed him to be a big time leader. I just don't think it was a good fit because yeah. we're more of a double A team. They wanted to be more on a majors team. Right. Perfect. That makes my decision a lot easier as opposed to man. Kid was a problem in the dugout. Mom and dad were just on his ass constantly. Like, I just don't know, man. Just be careful. Right. Right? That's now I have to, like, sit there and be like, well, do I want to mess up my team chemistry? Right. Right. It's so important. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so parents, have those conversations away from your kids if you have to do it, if you have to talk about your team. Yeah. Um, and, again, so this question that we got if this is your kid you got a great opportunity here to really make your kid uh you know a great man a great woman whatever it is yeah. um because you have a leadership opportunity here to yes. prove what you can do so look at it as a as a positive um you have a great opportunity here so take it as that way yeah, tell your kids absolutely. that you have that this great opportunity um, absolutely it's important um, yep. So yeah, I love that question, man. Those two questions were awesome. I, I, those, that's what that's what we're looking for. So keep submitting right, right. them. Um, yep. We got the fun question now. Uh, I'm excited, man. Let's yeah, do it. Let's do it, man. So <laughs> if you could be any mascot for one day, what mascot would you be? All right. So this is an easy one for me. But wow. where are you going with this? If this is an easy one for me, but if I knew how to dance, if I knew how to dance, I would be the BYU Cougar. Oh. Okay, because that dude, that mascot knows how to dance. However, however, he, I'm going Brutus Buckeye. Of no, course I am. No, right? you can't do that. Of course I am. No. He's the best mascot in the world. No, you're That's, Ohio State. That, that is you're who biased. it is. You're what? biased. Huh? You're, no, you're biased. Hey, then I'll be biased, I guess, but I got the Ohio State <laughs> – 
mouse pad right in front of me. I got Ohio State up on the wall. If I go against Brutus Buckeye, which, by the way, is already the best mascot in the world, and Lee Corsell himself will already admit that that is the mascot head to put on. That was the first mascot head that he put on ever. A hundred years ago. That's fine. Perfect. <laughs> that means that Brutus the Buckeye has been that great for a hundred plus years. Hands down, not even a question. Go on with your day. Nah, I'm taking I'm taking your answer as BYU, the Cougar there. That's a, a, nope. a little too You biased. can if you want. You can if you want, but my wife will disagree with you on my dancing ability. <laughs> <laughs> it will, hey, we'll have to see it uh, at the Hawks Gold party, uh, Christmas party next year. Yeah. We'll bring you up. I'm on pretty stage. sure we won't be invited back if yeah. that's the case. <laughs> uh, no, I, I like those answers. Um Brutus is good, but again, I'm not. Of course, Brutus is good. Of course, Brutus is good. Great, come on. He's 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 good. Oh, don't give me that. Uh, Oh, who's your great mascot? So before I get into mine, actually, so you brought BYU up. There's another West Coast team that's. Uh, I got a good one. The Oregon Duck is pretty cool. I, I, I the Duck is that. cool. The Duck is cool. The freaking Stanford Christmas tree thing. It's that's awesome. quirky yeah. and cool. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I do like the Duck, and the Duck's got a girlfriend and, and everything. So, I mean, I'm cool with the Duck. Does he still do yeah. push-ups after touch? Oh, I'm, he I, does. Uh, now, recently, their offense really hasn't been good, and I can't really say much because they beat Ohio State last year. But that. recently, their offense hasn't really been very good. <laughs> so he hasn't had to do a lot of push-ups. He's starting to get a little bit chubby in the <laughs> midsection. Yeah, I just I saw him doing a lot of push-ups against Ohio State. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to take a shot yeah. there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine, I actually, I have to. Don't hold. bring it up. Now yeah. I'm mad. Now, we just lost Nate Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Nate Smith is no longer a listener. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good supporter. We need him back. All right, all right. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. Not a great answer. It's a good one. Uh, so mine here, it, it's, it, I, I didn't want to do this one, but I, I think I have to. Um, it's going to be a very popular pick and I, I like doing kind of a underdogs and stuff like that but this guy is such a savage that he's he, he he makes me laugh every single time i gotta go with the philly fanatic man i was just about to ruin your mojo and i swear to people in listener land that i had no idea what he was gonna choose right and i almost interrupted you and said you're gonna pick the philly guy aren't you i had to <laughs> i had to trust me i i like i had my list and i'm like I don't. I don't know. Do I want to do it because it's a popular pick? But this guy's a savage, man. He doesn't care about you, anyone. No one. You know who else is really good lately? Two. Two of them. The Astros bear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's been really good because he does the whole challenging like security guards to like dance offs Dances. and stuff like yeah. that. But the Colts. The, the, the Indianapolis Colts. Don't they have a horse? horse? Yeah. Yes. He walks around and slams pies in people's faces. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So that's like been really that. fun. That's a good one. Uh, if I did a hometown one, and uh, Benny the Bull is awesome uh, for the Chicago Bulls, if you haven't seen him. Didn't stuff. he at one point, I thought I saw a YouTube video out there where, like, a 
some guy was supposed to do a kiss cam with yeah. his girlfriend and he was girl. completely ignoring her and then all of a sudden Benny the Bull like brought her a gift and yeah. it wasn't big enough and brought her another one and it wasn't big then he pulls out this bear that's about 25 yeah. feet yep. big and throws it on her lap and then he picks her up it. and like carries her off <laughs> and stuff. He, he does like that every, uh, every game. He, he usually carries I think it's like it's got to be about maybe eight to 12 feet high of a popcorn bag. And he acts like he's going to sit <laughs> in his done. seat and he just happens to slip and he spills the popcorn over everybody. He does it every game. And I, I, I shout out it. to the cleanup crew for right. that too. And you know, what's crazy is at least when it comes to the popcorn, the people don't know. So it's not planned or anything. I was actually sat like three rows away from where it happened and they did not know. And he just came and dumped a 10 foot pound or 10 foot uh, bag of popcorn. It had to, 25 30 pounds just all <laughs> over them so he's another good one but i, ha I had to go to a philly fanatic man he, that, that that guy's a savage mm -hmm. he uh yeah. he messes with players too which i think is yeah. there's another guy i forget it may be the milwaukee bucks mascot um or the Raptors, one of the two, but they they mess with players too. So it's like they bring <laughs> signs awesome. and like just go at players which i think is really that's cool awesome one. most that's of awesome. players embrace it I hear the Florence Yalza mascot's pretty awesome. cool too, man. That thing is awesome. Uh, do we have to get down to a game? It's got the him? water tower. He's the water tower. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> the picture he was like riding a float or whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah. So cool. Uh, we have to get down by them. Uh, yeah. And, and their social media is, is awesome. Um, yeah, it's every day. Follow them. It's yeah. fantastic. They, I mean, they do their signing alerts and their free agents and all that right. kind of it's it's really cool and it's cool graphics too give them yeah. a, give them a follow it's just really cool whoever yeah. does their social media is fantastic it's not aaron I don't pretty think. sure i think it is, is aaron it really i think aaron heads up all of that stuff oh my god man well, yeah he's gonna have to teach us uh our yeah. graphics are good but they're not that good <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh so yeah those are great questions i can't wait to see what we got next week um Get yeah. us another fun question, people. Yeah, that's that's, that's fun. Because we usually don't get to answer them. We just have to give them. I know. We just have to ask them, and it's right. usually about freaking socks and cracks. Right, right, right. Well, <laughs> hey, again, cracks. Just I just try name dropped you again. Yep. So they'd <laughs> be smart to you know give us an email here. Or, hey, if they were, if they were smart, they wouldn't advertise us. It wouldn't sponsor us because we're doing it anyway. Right, right. So we might have to start bleeping out Crocs. Yeah, just no it's just gonna here. be it's gonna be bleep and socks. Yes, bleep and socks. <laughs> that is the go-to from now on. Bleep and socks. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to edit it. Like it's gonna beep like twenty. Yep. An episode and socks right. <laughs> they make it more fun <laughs> oh man so uh love this episode man it was great going back and forth yeah. uh some good topics here can't wait to ask more questions uh or get more questions i should say and can't wait to talk more about these tournaments we have going on um yeah it's hey uh, next episode i want to get into some nil stuff Oh, you okay with that? You oh, want to yeah. go back and forth a little bit? We may go back and forth on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right with it. I, I love a little back and forth, and um, yeah, yeah. that would be a good topic for sure. Uh, all right, let's do it. Absolutely. 
Um, we'll plug for our next episode. That's what we, gotta <laughs> we got. We got more big guests coming too. A lot of big interviews. Just uh-huh. hey, keep subscribing, keep listening. Uh, you know, the more you guys listen, the more we'll keep bringing good stuff to you. I can't wait to get into yeah. the tournament predictions when that happens. That's gonna be fun. Yes. Oh, that's gonna be a blast. And and back to the the guests and stuff. If there's anybody out there, you guys are sending us questions. This is great. But if there's anybody out there that that you want to yeah. hear from on the podcast you know shoot us their information get us their email get us their phone number their name whatever and we'll do our best to get them on the show yep now and one more thing i did want to throw out actually two more things um if you guys send us anything from your team hat baseball batting glove whatever it is your logo we're building some background sets here for youtube um send us if you want your hat in the background whatever it may be we'll definitely put it behind us um i got a nice little package from uh our guy jay from top tier iowa the other day with some hats um so again that that's it's awesome you send one my way or I, what of course of course they are they're pretty sharp man they look nice um so we'll get one for your background but guys send us something you know Reach out to us, and we'll throw it in the background. We want to get as many teams as possible thrown in the background. Like I said, anything, hat, shirt, ball, whatever it is that has your logo on there, send our way. We'll get it in there. Um, the other thing I did want to bring up real quick here is um, we're going to have some live drawings here. So any tournament that Midwest Baseball Ranks runs, any single tournament, whether it's our spring showdown, whether it's our invite only, the draw will be done live on YouTube no matter what. Um, this is for all teams to see um, live and, and know who you're playing. Um, you know, we were able to do that, you know, for everyone to see. I think that's important for everyone because we've all been in those situations where you just don't know how this happened and it continues yeah. to happen. How did I get this Correct. team for the sixth week in a row? Um, so now you're going to see it. You're going to see a live, you know, drawing of who you're playing. Yep. Perfect. I, I think that's so important. You know, I, I really do. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to play the same team every single time that I go to a tournament, but if I don't know how the drawings happen, then I'm going to just assume, like, oh, they're just doing it again. Right, right. You don't know. Um, so, yeah, good episode. Uh, can't wait to hop back on next week. Guys, make sure you like, subscribe, leave a review, everything. It's important for us. Follow us, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Shoot us an email, MidwestBaseballRanks.com, uh, Midwest Baseball Ranks Podcast. Do it all. It, it means a lot. It shows, shows us everything. Um, I love it. But um, with that being said, we are going to hop over to our interview here. Um, Zev Bernard from Guardian Baseball, baseball coach, former college coach, uh, does it all does it all for the game of baseball fantastic interview can't wait for you to listen and um with that being said we are sponsored this interview is sponsored by beastment you know about beastment i know about yes, beastment. Sir. Uh, beastment nfts beastment.com go check them out transforming travel baseball world into the metaverse the future nfts um they're, they're awesome man and i've seen you know a lot of more kids getting them i've seen them on instagram and everything they're, they're cool, man. It's the future, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said last last time, Austin's got his. Yeah. He still hasn't worked hard enough to see it, but he's got it. <laughs> right? <laughs> and my kid loves it. He just looks at it, man. He's just like looking at it. He likes the music that it comes with and everything. So mm-hmm. uh, make sure you guys go check them out. I, I'm telling you, they are taking over. A lot of people are getting them. You see all over Instagram, people tagging them and everything. Oh. They do a new post every single day on you know new cards that they're releasing. So 
Go check him out, beastmint.com. Patrick Trout and his team do an awesome job over there. Um, yeah. So, with that being said, let's hop over to Zev Bernard from Guardian Baseball. everybody welcome back midwest baseball rings podcast right now i got a special guest on the line with us right now i got zev bernard with us uh co-founder and president of guardian baseball uh coach of the wolves baseball team and uh former college coach does it all zev what's going on man how you doing i'm good guys thanks for having me yeah, of course, man. I'm, I'm excited for this one. I, I've heard a lot of good things about you, um, everything you guys are doing. Uh, you've done it all. You've been in the game for a while. You've done the coaching. You've done the training. You've done it all. Um, I got to start with Guardian Baseball, though, because Guardian Baseball is making a splash. I see it all over social media. Um, I know some people that are using using it and uh, representing it and everything, so I got to start there. Um, what made you start Guardian Baseball? Is it something you kind of always wanted to do or felt it was a good idea, felt it was needed? What, what kind of made you start it? Well, I've been running a travel baseball organization in Louisville since 2012. Um, I noticed baseball equipment was was hard to get at a good price. A lot of people were having to buy it at Dick's for really expensive or having to buy it online. And the online experience really was not great at that time. So I had a friend of mine named Matt Kubansik, and he's a co-founder of the business. And his background and his specialty was selling selling clothes and selling items online. And we put that together with my baseball background. And we said, hey, we got something really special here. With our powers combined, we started this business in the end of 2017. We started selling items in 2018. And we've just been rocking since then. Oh, wow. So I, you've only been truly in business since the beginning of 2018. That's correct? Yes, that's right. That's, I mean, to me, that's mind-blowing because... The way I see Guardian Baseball on Instagram and all over the place, it seems like you guys have been in that. You've been in the game for for 10, 15 years. We, um, you know, kind of talk about how you made that splash into it. Well, we started this business again in uh, Dece- December of 2017, and it was just Matt and I running this business by ourselves for the first three years. I also run a travel baseball organization that's called the Wolves, and we ran this business out of the upstairs of that baseball facility. And the upstairs was like the size of your bedroom. And we loaded it up with shelves. We loaded it up with inventory. We filled up that room pretty fast. We started renting storage sheds around the city. So we ended up with four different storage sheds, you know, around Louisville, Kentucky, where we are. And we just maxed those sheds out. We operated out of those sheds. It was a complete, it was a complete nightmare for about two years. If we sold, you know, this one glove that was in shed number one, we'd have to go there. If we sold a helmet in shed number two, we'd have to go there. We'd have to bring it back to my facility. We'd have to ship it. We'd have to load it back in a car and we'd have to take it to the post office. So we operated like that as long as we physically and possibly could until 18 months ago, we got our own warehouse, which is 8,000 square feet. And that's where we're operating out of now and we have officially maxed out that space and we have three other warehouses that we're operating out of as well at this point so we are just keep getting more space keep maxing it out and uh, the company has grown and grown to this point we have 42 employees now that work for us and it's pretty crazy when you think again 18 months ago it was basically just matt and i running this whole business you know that's that's pretty uh, incredible stuff, especially during the time that that we're in right now with COVID and and the supply issues and and everything else. Can you talk about 
you know, I, I'm sure that there's some other companies out there listening in on this that might already know some of the issues that, that are going on. But but to those people that are ordering from your websites and maybe your supply isn't, and by the way, guardianbaseball.com, like they have everything. They have, you know, bats and helmets and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, baseball pants, everything. So everybody please go check it out because they have a ton of stock, it looks like. But I'm sure you probably would want more. Yo, so can you talk about some of those challenges and, and maybe explain to the consumer out there, like, this is what we're going through as, as a Well, we do always right want now. more. And at the, at the moment, it's, it's really hard to get anything. It's hard to get anything. We planned ahead for this actually quite a bit and as, and as much as we could, and we're pretty loaded up on inventory for the time, you know, for the time being we're loaded up. So we're really happy that we planned ahead and we were able to bring all this different inventory, all this different goods in. So we've got it now and we're, we're ready to sell it when some other people might not be so loaded up. Yeah, I, I think that's perfect. I, it's a, and I think that relates to you just being a baseball guy, running an organ, you know, coaching, being training, being involved. You know, how big of a uh, an advantage is that for you? Because you've been through this, you've you're in it. How important is that for you in growing this business? Uh, it was important. I saw what people what people were going through and what what items they were buying and what items what items lasted longer and what people were throwing away after a week or two of use or an ex, a great a, the best example. I've got our, we've got these really nice Rawling sunglasses, but you can buy them for $30 a pair. So you buy them. And if you're, if you're 10 or 12 year old loses them in a couple of weeks, then you just go buy another pair as opposed to, you know, other brands that are super expensive and you don't want to, you don't want to spend all that money and give it to your 10 year old to leave on the fence at a baseball field. So that's a great example of these uh, Rawling sunglasses were just, were, were such, they're such a great item. Everybody wants one. People need them all the time. It's really great. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you say that, you know, because I'll be honest with you, you know, my kids got a pair of Oakleys and we spent $150 on this pair of Oakleys. And every single time that he says, Dad, I don't know where my sunglasses are, my heart skips a beat because it's a $150 pair of Oakleys and, and I don't want to lose them, right? So that's, that's a really good point. The other thing that I saw on your website that I thought was really cool, maybe you can kind of go into a background with this a little bit, is you have a Rawlings batting glove that actually has the guardian logo on it you know is did i see that correctly i i was kind of looking at that i'm like oh man this is kind of cool like they have their own rawlings kind of yeah, sponsored we batting do. we've got this cool. really good looking batting glove that's got our guardian logo on it and it was made by rawlings we did a collaboration with them and it turned out turned out really good that's something that we're trying to do more of is do different sort of collaborations with different brands and different different you know companies and different people brandon geyer you guys have probably heard of him as a former major yeah. league player yeah he did he had a great career he uh he works with us and we did a collaboration with him and he's got a really good really cool like mantra line he's real into mental games and the mental approach and strengthening players mentally and we did a mantra line with him we're gonna have some really cool shirts and wristbands and stuff like that coming out with him so we're trying to do a bunch of different collaborations with a bunch of different people i mean at this yeah, point I, I love we're still fairly new we're just trying to get our name out there and try to get our brand out there not bragging but i mean our logo is one of the coolest logos you're going to see yeah. people people are really flocking to the logo so we're really yeah, proud of that and i mean yep. we're trying just trying to get it out there 
And that's so important with kids, you know, being able to, um, you know, brand like that and have something that looks cool. At the end of the day, these kids don't really care about the product unless it's besides the bats. We're not, we're not going to get into that. But, you know, any other product, it's about looking cool. And you said it. You got that cool logo. You're working with cool people. Brandon Geyer, um, you know, Cleveland Indians, outfielder, everything like that. You guys had a couple of big names at your uh, recent show and everything. Um, you know, I, I, you guys just being proactive and trying to get involved with as many people as possible or because um, I I love it. it it's cool it's it's exciting and the kids are gonna like it too yeah i mean obviously we're trying to get involved with the right people as many of them as possible but we've been able to reach out and talk to a lot of great athletes and pro you know pro athletes and former athletes and some influencers and college players we've started to sign some college players now that you can sign nil athletes so yeah, we've got yeah. a couple of them that you know are, are guardian athletes and guardian ambassadors and we're starting to do some very cool stuff with them as well I, I personally love that. You know, I, I've been an advocate of these college kids should be get paid for a while. So being able to, you know, give them anything, whether it's money, whether it's batting gloves, uh, whatever it may be, it's so important for these kids because, uh, you know, they're spending money elsewhere. They're trying to eat every day. So it's like, you know, anything you can do to help them out. So I, I love that. I would love to, you know, once you guys get going with that, when the season comes around, we'd love to, you know, know who you got and make sure we follow them and give them the support. So that's something that's really cool to me. Yeah, and that's been a really uh, cool experience being able to work with them. Yeah, that's great. Um, what's next for you guys? Because you guys are growing, like I said. I, to me, you guys are a staple. It's like, you, boom, you're on the map. You're already there. What's next? What do you guys got planned to continue to make it bigger and better? Well, a much bigger warehouse, which is which is something we're working on daily. But, I mean, that's the first step is just getting a, a much bigger warehouse to house everything that we've got. But I mean, we're, we're growing and growing. We're trying to, to branch out with as many brands, as many people as possible. In the last couple of months, we've opened new accounts with a lot of new brands. I'm excited to start working with them and we'll get that information out and there's their products on our website now. But at this point, I would say our, our website is where our main focus is. We're trying to build the best website we can with the best customer experience we can. We're able through, uh, to, through a couple of different methods we're able to get things to anywhere in the country in two to three days. So there's a couple of different methods that we use to do that. You know, we use we use some warehouses in other parts of the country to house things. So if, you know, somebody in Oregon wants a bat in two days, we're able to get that to them because that bat is, you know, still our bat, but it's, you know, in California or something, something to that effect where they can still get it to Oregon in two days. So I think a bigger reach, a bigger reach around the country and being able to get more items to more people faster is, is really what we're aiming for. Sure. And I like that you're, you're collaborating. You're trying to get involved with as many people as possible. Uh, you kind of got the same mindset as us. It's like, you know, the more we can do together with good people, the better we can keep growing this, you know, together. Um, so I love that, that, that approach that you're taking. And it's not like, well, I'm not going to work with him or I'm not working with them. It's like, hey, let's, let's build something together and, and make it as big as possible. Um, so it sounds like you got the same mindset, right? Yes. Yes, we do. And again, we want people to kind of, you know, to go to our website, feel like they understand us a little bit, not like they're just buying it from Amazon or another kind of faceless website. Like we want them to have a good experience and, you know, start to feel like they're part of it when they come to it. If you look at our, if you look at our website, if you look at our Facebook or Instagram, we use a lot of, you know, 10 year olds, 12 year olds, 17 year olds to model our products and to help us create content just because we're trying to make sure that everybody's seeing like hey we're you know we're a part of you we're we're one of you we're not x 
major league players that are where you know in every in every advertisement are guys that are like six foot three swinging a bat i mean we've got like cute eight-year-olds modeling our sunglasses i mean we're trying to reach out to as many people as possible yeah i mean and again everybody guardianbaseball.com is the website so definitely go check it out it, it, you're right it is it's very well laid out you know when you go to it you know you do see a lot of a lot of young players on there, which I'm sure that that's a thrill to them to, to be able to be on a website and, you know, they go to the website and they tell their friends, Hey, go to guardianbaseball.com, man. I'm on this website. You know, they got me wearing these, these Rowling sunglasses and stuff. That's, that's really cool. And it, it seems something that I noticed on your website. It seems like you guys are pretty big in the community. You know, I see a lot of different community programs that you kind of guys kind of support and bring up. You know, uh, can you talk about some of these? I, I know that you're running a promotion right now for one of your your programs, but I mean, I've seen multiples on there of of just organizations that you we've done. A, we've done a lot of that since we started. And we're doing something really cool right now that I'll talk about in a second. But what we've done in the last couple of years since we started is um one of them is it's at the America, um, the Alternative Baseball Organization, and it's a baseball league for players with Down syndrome and different disabilities. And we were one of their main sponsors to get the Louisville team up and running. So we donated a bunch of baseball equipment. We helped provide them with practice space, and we did a lot of different things for that team. Helped them with promotion and some marketing to get to get players because at our first practice there was a. There were two there were two or three players there so we were like okay we got some work to do and we ended up with 12 or 13 on the team so it took a lot took a lot of effort from a lot of different people one his name is jim Stecklo, and he's the coach of that team and he is a great guy and he did a ton of the legwork to help put it together but yeah guardian was one of the main sponsors to get that team going uh my wolves organization every year we do a toy drive that and that goes to a local louisville shelter called you spiritus and every year we donate about two or three thousand toys uh the organization does that so guardian was able to help this year and basically times by times by three the amount of toys we were, we were able to get sent over to them so that was really great um a couple months ago there was a pretty bad tornado here i don't know if it affected you guys where you are but here in mayfield kentucky it it really really hit them hard over there so we did a, a tornado relief effort where we, we collected about three thousand dollars and donated it to the little league we also got a ton of different baseball and softball equipment donated that i'm taking down there next week to donate to the league that's going to be really cool i feel very lucky to be able to help with that and help them with that true temper bats is a is a up-and-coming baseball bat brand i don't know if you guys have heard of them but I do want to give them a shout out because they donated, I don't know, 75 or 100 bats for this wow. little league. And I'm taking down, that down in Rawlings and Easton did a lot of good stuff as well. And Guardian helped put all that together. But the one that we're doing right now that we're really excited about, it is for the Duchenne's, which is an illness that affects that uh, muscular dystrophy. And for the first half of November, or excuse me, for the first half of February, <laughs> We are going to donate um, a, pr a percentage of our website sales to them. So if you guys check out our website between now and the middle of February, 
we're donating a percentage of the website profit profits to them. So we're trying to do as much as we can. We're trying to help as many people as we can. That's very important to us. Yeah, that's that's special, man. And uh, we actually had on uh, what was it, Aaron from uh, the Florence Alls. Um, yeah, and then we had Mark Florence right Yalls, after. Yep. So both of those, we had both of them on right after all that. And uh, you know, we we donated to both of those campaigns. I think actually the one with Mark Paul was actually probably related to yours for the Little League, if I'm not mistaken. So we donated to both of those too. And if we can be involved in any way that anything you guys are doing, please let me know. Um, this is. This is what we're about. This is what baseball should be about in the aspect of team, everything like that. So anything we can do um, for any of the things that you're running, please let us know. Yes, and, I, and I ours, ours, was, ours was with Mark Paul as well. So, yes, okay. that was the same. So, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so we donated that one and uh, uh, Florence Yall's one. And, like, what you guys are doing is awesome. It's special. Um, anything we could do, whether it's donating jerseys, hats, something, whatever, whatever we could do, please let us know when it comes to that. And that's something, too. I mean, people – People jumped yeah. at the opportunity to help right. that whole community, and it was great. And a, a lot of people did a lot of really great things. But we were thinking, hey, like we're ba we're a baseball softball company. Let's you know jump in our niche and let's really help those baseball and softball players. Because I mean, yeah, people did a lot of great things, but probably nobody thought, hey, you know, all these kids lost their gloves. You know, they they can't right. even go play catch right now. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, one one of the a couple of different things I took from your answer there was, you know, one of those charities that you were talking about, the first one where you mentioned Down syndrome kids and stuff that kind of tugs at my heart a little bit because I have two cousins that are Down syndrome. So when when I hear that, because unfortunately, some of those kids, they just don't have the same life and and stuff and and they kind of get picked on a little bit because they're a little bit different and and stuff and that's not what baseball is all about so being able to get them on the field being able to to help them understand that that they are wanted and they are needed in this world is is something that's that i've always tried to do um it's something that is really close to my heart because it it does affect my family um and everything so so from bottom of my heart uh, you know, I thank you guys for being able to to recognize that as well. The the second thing um, that I that I one hundred percent agree with you on is you you were talking about your teams do a toy drive. You know, that's something that I install on my team as well. We typically adopt a family or two at, at Christmas time, and and the reason that we do it is not because we're trying to get our name out, be like, oh yeah, look at us, we're super nice. It's because these young men that are on our team, ten year olds, twelve year olds, eleven year olds, they need to understand how fortunate that they are that they get to be able to play this game and 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 have all the things that they have, and and sometimes an experience of going to five below or the dollar store is, is a bit humbling for them to be able to provide a gift for somebody that may not have one um, themselves on Christmas morning. You know, our, our kids are fortunate. They're opening up 400, $500 baseball bats and, and baseball mitts and, and all the other kind of stuff. These kids over here and these families over here, they open up a, a, two dollar figurine that has no meaning to any movie and it's it's like the best day of their life you know because they just don't get anything any other time so you know I, again i appreciate everything that that i've heard from you um, on what you do from the for the community and not just your community but but other communities as well 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's appreciated. Anything we could do, you know, please let us know. Um, that's what it's all about. That's what we're here for. So anything we could do, uh, we're all for it. Um, you know, over the next thing I want to talk about it. And, and again, guys, go check that out uh, on the website. You know, make sure you go order something to help with the current thing that they're doing right now. That's special. Uh, I love it. So make sure you guys go check out the website, buy something, whether it's a $30 pair of rallying sunglasses or, Hey, baseball season's only a couple months away and we know those bats are due. So go check them out. Um, next thing I want to talk about is, you know, you guys just held an event down in Florida and I, I couldn't help but notice all over Instagram. You guys looked like you had a good time, man. Um, and the thing that I took away most from it is the, the family aspect of the team you have. And I think that's why you guys are probably succeeding so much. The good culture and the, the family environment that you guys have. Um, am, I, am I accurate when it comes to that or... Yes, you're you're very accurate. And the event in Florida, which was a truly amazing event, we had a couple different goals in mind when we planned this event. And the uh, first goal was to get our entire Guardian team together. So we've got 42 people and employees that work for our company, but 10 of them are in Louisville and everybody else is elsewhere throughout throughout the country and other places as well. So we wanted to get our you know, our full team, head of departments, all those sorts of guardian folk there. We ended up with 14 guardian guardian employees there that were all together in the first room for the first time. So that was like a, you know, like a dream having working, having worked with these people, some of them for a year and a half, two years almost, but never really meet, ne you know, never meeting in person, except for a couple of them came to Louisville for a couple of days here and there. So we wanted to get our team together to meet and greet for us just to get everybody even more on the same page than we already are it's truly an incredible group of people an incredible team that matt and i have put together so that was goal number one and then goal number two was having the major baseball brands come to this conference as well and meet our team to you know to for them to understand truly that it's not matt and i anymore so there was kind of a two two goals we had there. They both went really great. We had a, every major baseball brand just about was at our event. You know, we had Rawlings, Easton, Wilson, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Evo, Evo Shield, New Balance, Stinger Bats, Axe Bats. I'm you know I'm, I know I'm I'm missing some True Temper. Um, sorry if I'm I'm probably missing more, but we had all the brands there. We had individual meetings with all the brands. And then um, the next day, our guardian team, everybody got up and gave, you know, a presentation, explained what they do and shoot. I mean, I knew we had a good team, man, but I'm sitting there during this meeting going, oh, shoot, man. I didn't know we, I didn't know we were this good. <laughs> but really impressive group, really, you know, impressive team we put together and the event went great. We were also, Matt Joyce is a friend of ours and he, he came to the event. Matt Joyce is a really great guy. He he owns some gyms in the Tampa area called F45, and he's doing a lot of really cool stuff with those gyms, and he keeps opening up more and more. So we just kind of met him through met him through friends, and you know we've been talking to him, and he came down to the event and hung out with us for two days, and met with everybody as well. Jock Jones, former what's that? Former Detroit Tiger. <laughs> former Detroit Tiger. Uh, Jock Jones, you know, had an incredible major league career. You know, oh, yeah. so we kind of met him through people mm -hmm. the same way. He came to hang out for two days and see 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 what we're all about. The two of them gave some really great speeches at the conference too. That was really cool. Brett Phillips, you know, current major league player for the Rays, 
he came out we got to hang out with him for a little bit it was all it was all very cool yeah mark paul right our guy mark, mark paul, paul was down there mark <laughs> yeah, paul was there like an energizer bunny running around the whole thing <laughs> I believe it, man. He, he doesn't stop talking, but it's always funny. You can't always help it. <laughs> no, I, I, I love the post that you guys were, were posting. Um, it's so special to have that team environment, and uh, it looks like it's a great place to work, and you guys are building a great culture there. Um, so one way or another, uh, next year, whether you invite us or not, we're going to be sneaking in there. So I hope there's no security down there because <laughs> me and Andrew are going to find our way through those doors and start talking. So be prepared. You may need to hire security. <laughs> <laughs> and I, i'm gonna just i'm just gonna tell you now mark paul said that he was driving around in a ferrari i'm looking for a bentley so i'm just we'll gonna I'm just throw that out i promise there. you a ferrari though <laughs> oh, we're in we're in okay perfect absolutely i love but. it i was just gonna ask for like a honda civic i'll take that any day <laughs> <laughs> a moped i'm fine with a moped <laughs> so so you have a a pretty deep background in in baseball um you had coaching training player you know can you talk about your background in baseball from what i understand you coached in college as well and and you got to be able to recruit and everything i i, I kind of have a double question for you talk about your background in baseball but can I just want to throw a little bit of controversy in here, just a little bit here. Talk about what it would be like to be able to recruit with NIL at this point for you. As so I don't under I don't know NIL too much from the college coaches side anymore. I don't think that I don't think they're allowed to have much or anything to do with it. So I'm not sure I'm not sure if that would affect us as as, as a college coach today. I'm not sure. It's probably you know. It's just probably the kids. Okay. The kids just have another distraction. I think probably more than anything. So I think it probably yeah. just makes it more difficult to manage. You know, to manage them by any ex by any extent. I mean, you know, I guess my question is: is these college coaches and and I more more so football because obviously they're that's different animal. That's that's the big that's the different animal, right? Like. You know, that's that's a multi-billion dollar business, the football programs and, and stuff. But like these college coaches anymore, how would you feel having to recruit kids that you've already recruited, but now you're recruiting them to stay with your team instead of recruiting them to like, hey, this is a family. We're going to stay together for as long as we can. And so and then you can get into your background. I'm just curious because you used to be a college coach, how you would feel having to recruit the player to get there. Recruit the player to stay there. No. Ah, man, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's what I'm here tough for. Question. I'm here for yes, tough like questions. six of them in there too. So you got. <laughs> Which one do you want me to answer first? You, you I'll go, I'll go with your my background. Yeah, I started. Your background. Uh, I started giving them baseball lessons <laughs> when I was 15 years old. And I would like go to, you know, go to parks with wiffle balls or I would do it in kids' garages with tees hitting off, you know, hitting, hitting in a net. So I started coaching baseball really and doing lessons when I was 15 years old. And I did it basically since then. Even when I was like playing in high school, I was coaching a eight or 10 year old team. And then when I was coaching, when I was playing in college, I was coaching high school in the summer. So I was always coaching to some extent. When I was 20, when I was 20 or 21, 
I got this really cool coaching job and I started running baseball camps in the summer for the Los Angeles Parks Department. And that was a really cool job. I did that for three years and that I learned a lot there. And that sort of, you know, put me in a whole different idea of coaching. Okay, I can coach, but I can do a whole lot more than give a lesson or coach a team. I could run a, I could run camps, I can run clinics, I could run an organization, you know, whatever it might be. So at that point, I thought, hey, at some point, I'm going to open up a baseball facility and, you know, give, start giving less, start giving lessons and, you know, camps and filling up this facility. So in 2012, when I was coaching at Spalding University, I opened up a facility in Louisville. And at that point, I'd been coaching in college for four years already. And when I started just making a lot more money running the facility than coaching college, because you guys know coaching college, you don't get paid anything at all. 90% of the guys are, are making nothing coaching college. So I said, this is great. I'm going to devote all my energy to the facility. And I started doing that in 2012. That's when I started our Wolves organization. We had two teams in 2012. And uh, 10 years later, we've got 12 teams this year from ages 10 to 18. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's awesome. That's that's really great growth. Go no, ahead, I, I was just going to piggyback off of you. Um, it's uh, I, there's a young age starting coaching. That's that's crazy to me. Uh, it's awesome though. It's like you found a love. That's something you wanted to do. It's something you wanted to be involved with. Um, so to me, I, that's cool to know it that young. You know, I'm 15 years old. I was I still had dreams of playing pro pro baseball, pro basketball, whatever it was. And uh, you know, I'm sure you had those dreams too. But like you had a backup plan right away. And like this is what you wanted to be involved in. So to me, yeah, that that's 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 really cool. I like that, and uh, I I gotta I, I'm gonna piggyback off of Andrew what he said with the recruiting and anything. So you know, from what I understand is you did a lot of recruiting in college, and um, you know, talk about you, you know it's so different now, but it's still at the end of the day it's the same thing. Um, you know, so did you like recruiting? Is it something that stressed you out, or um, you know, what, what went on with that? It was it was really hard. At, it was really difficult at first, and when I first started doing it. I was 22 years old and I'm calling, you know, 17 and 18 year olds recruiting them. So that made me pretty nervous at that time. That was, that was hard to do. I wasn't very good at it when I started it. You know, one of my, one of my head coaches gave me like a list of questions and like, I sat there and like read the questions like a robot. I was like, what is your GPA? <laughs> what do you like outside of baseball? And like, that's what I was doing. And I could tell I didn't, I, you know, I didn't. I couldn't even lose these kids because I never had them to begin with in the conversation. And I just knew it was going really bad. So that I did. I did it that way for a year. Like I fully committed to trying it like that. I got. I think I got one. I got one or two kids that actually committed and came through with that approach. But I was like, man, that's you know, that's not how to do it. I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to be pretty casual. I'm going to ask them questions and just talk to them and get to know them. And I started doing it like that. That made it a lot easier and that made it a lot better. Right. Once I mean, you, ultimately, uh, it's once we got point. them on campus or once I was doing like a campus tour with the kid and their parents or family or whoever came with them, that was always really fun. And that was always really easy. It was like the initial phone call to this 18 year old to this 18, 17, 18 year old, you know, athlete was really difficult in the beginning. Right, right. It's like your first sales job, ultimately, you know, and you get that call script and uh, you're just reading off it. You nailed it. It's just like, yeah, what is your GPA? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I wasn't calling from the University of Louisville or the University of Kentucky. Right, uh, right, right. 
Right. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I agree. It's completely different and it's a grind. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you learned a lot from it and were able to grow from that uh, just because of, you know, how long it took and the struggles and everything. Um, you know, what's some advice you can give to a, a high school kid, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old that is trying to make it to that next level? Um, what's something that stood out to you besides like their play on the field? Um, you know, what's something kind of little or behind the scenes that you guys kind of targeted? You just got to bug the coaches a whole bunch. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, it's as simple as that. I mean, now you know. Now nowadays, you can just send a video of yourself to college coaches. That's great. That makes recruiting, you know, a thousand times easier and better and faster. But you know, if you just just bug the coaches, send them videos, send them videos. <laughs> At some point, that coach is either going to say, "I'm not interested. Leave me alone," or "Yes, I like this video. Send me more." Or "I like this video. Send me your high school schedule." Or "Yes, this looks good." You know, we'll keep in touch. So that's, you know, just got a bucket. You can't send one email or one message, not hear back and give up. You just got to keep hammering these guys. It's it's so funny that you say that because some of some of the players that that I respect the most on my team are the same players that are like, hey, coach, will you come up there and just throw me a couple extra balls after practice? Hey, coach, will you hit me a couple extra ground balls? And really what I want to do is go home. But because they're asking me and they continuously ask me and they ask me every practice, I'm like, yeah, man, sure. Why not? And then they tend to be the ones that play a little bit more or, or get that extra time on the field in meaningful games. So it's it's really just it's funny that you say that, that it, it goes all the way up to that level. So kids out there, bug your coaches. That's what we're saying. Just just annoy the crap out of us and tell us to keep on asking us to do a bunch of stuff for you. And eventually, yeah, just keep asking until you get an answer, whether you like that answer or not. It's a different story, but just get get an answer. Right. Sounds all too familiar at home with kids. Right. Same thing. They'll bug you and bug you and bug you and you just got to give them the answer. They're not going to like it. But oh, well, <laughs> um, so, you know, you've been in the game for a while. You've been in travel baseball. You've been in high school, college, everything, you know. When we always try to talk about travel baseball, it has its ups and its downs. It's got its crazy parents. It's got the good parents, um, crazy coaches, good coaches, you know, vice versa, everything. Uh, you know, what do we need more of in this game? You know, something um, we need to get away from or something we need to build off of? How do we continue to make this great game even better? We need more qualified umpires, and we need people to respect those umpires. I know I listened to your last podcast, and you guys talked about this a whole bunch. Um, we don't have to do that again, but I just, I mean, it's, there's definitely a shortage of good umpires and people yep. have always yelled at umpires, but it seems like it's been significantly worse the last couple of years. Yep. Yep. I couldn't agree more. People, people take 10U, 11U, 12U baseball yes. way too serious. It's, they take it way too serious. It's, yo, know, we're only a step up from little league, everybody. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not that serious. Trust me. I, you used to coach college. You used to be a recruiter. Zev, have you ever been to a 10U, 11U baseball no, game? No, no, no. And I never asked, I never asked any of those kids okay. what, their, what their 12-year-old travel ball team record was either. No, no, <laughs> never. Perfect. Right. Sounds right, good. Right. It's about creating the memories at this age. And, um, you know, it's great to have tournament wins and everything like that and you should be proud of that right now but it, when you get to that older age it should be the memories that you're looking back on i think you nailed it with the umpires um and and i want to see more of these younger kids umpiring and earning some extra money and uh yeah, take it easy on these guys out there they're trying um the ones that aren't trying as hard they're going to weed themselves out eventually um but yeah i mean for the most part let's take it easy on the umpires it's, it's a hard enough gig 
<laughs> it uh, is. And my, you know, that's something that I tell all of my coaches and they all do a great job of it or I wouldn't have hired them to begin with. But just building these young guys up and all of them up, even our 17, 18 year olds, of course, we're going to build those guys up. But it's much more important when they're 10, 11, 12 to make sure those kids are feeling good about themselves and becoming good members of the community and becoming leaders. I make our I coach our 10 year old team, our youngest team and our 18 year old team, which is our oldest team. So I get to do a whole bunch of different fun practices every week, you know, depending on the day, completely different, completely different mindset. I'm, my tone of voice is different. I'm acting different if I'm with the 10 year olds or the 18 year olds, you know, so every day is totally different level of coaching for me, which, which is a lot of fun because it never gets boring or never gets repetitive or anything like that. Um, yeah. But one thing I make their 10 year olds do is every, at the end of every practice, one of our kids got to hold the door open for everybody else as they walk out through the door. We used to do like a ton of handshaking after practices and stuff like that. But when COVID got all crazy, we kind of stopped doing that. We haven't quite got all the way back to doing that yet. But normally we're teaching them how to shake hands and look people in the eye and be respectful and listen. My favorite thing is I give our 10 year old team a certain number of questions they're allowed to ask as a group each day. Cause you know, you're, you're explaining, you're explaining the next practice drill and three of them are raising their hand and asking questions when you're in the middle of explaining what we're going to do. And I'm like, Hey, bud, if you would just listen, you're going to, you're going to have the answer to all your questions. So I'll give the group a certain amount of questions, each practice that they can ask me. And for the, I mean, for the most part, we stick with it for our 10 year olds. You know, if they run out of questions, then man, you y'all ran it. Y'all ran out of questions today. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's, just make that's sure they awesome. listen. I you love that. If they, if, they I... listen, if they listen, they're going to hear it. Yeah. Yep, that's that's fantastic because my 10-year-old team, they'll ask some questions, and then it, by, it, next thing you know, practice is over. But I also like the fact of what you said with, you know, um, you know, having your kids hold the door open. I have three kids. My oldest is my son. My two youngest are my daughters, and I teach them every day. Like, hey, you walk behind them when you're walking. They should never be. You should always be between them and the road. You should always be the one opening the door for them. And then as far as the umpires, something that I've taught my kids to do, because you're right, the COVID thing is 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 tough. But um, something that we've started teaching our kids is, hey, man, take your hat off and tip it to the umpire and say, thank you, sir. Put your hat back on and get to the dugout and let's get out of here. You know, it's you, you got to teach these kids respect and and how to be respectful. So I think you guys are doing it the right way. I, I appreciate that as one coach to another, you know, hearing that, that, that there's other coaches doing this. So, so keep it up, man. Yeah. That's teaching awesome. them the little things. And uh, so that's what it's all about, you know, preparing them for that 18 years old. So it's great that you have that spread from 10 U to 18 U. You've been through it. You know everything, how to become a man. Um, I, I love that. That's what it's all about. So uh, all you coaches out there that are coaching 9 U, 10 U, 11 U, you know, prepare them for life outside of baseball. Uh, so I appreciate that, what you guys are doing. Um, next thing we got here for you, we, we like to have a little fun here, uh, our fun questions, uh, some hard-hitting questions, some easy questions, some fun questions. You don't know what you're going to get, man. You've listened to the podcast before. We're going to throw some things out at you here, uh, have a little fun with it. You ready? You guys talked about Crocs a bunch last week on the podcast. Yeah, we sure did. And, and Andrew, you made a face. Dang it, man. That, that, is, that is my you got, question, so you I'll just start it off right here. Here is the question. Are you a socks? I cannot believe how many people are answering this as Crocs. Okay, it's gotten me looking at the Crocs like website concept. Apparently, Guardian Baseball, you should have Crocs on your website. 
Okay, so can you please tell me, are you a Crocs and Socks guy or are you a Slides and Socks guy? I'd be a Slides and Socks guy before I was a Crocs and Socks guy. Okay, good. I have Thank a pair you. of Crocs. I wear them. <laughs> I wear them occasionally. I'm not a big fan. They got a bunch of spikes on the bottom. Like they got a bunch of spikes on the bottom yeah. of the foot. Yeah. Yeah, the little yeah, yeah, yeah the little yeah. bumpy things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm out on the Crocs, but hey, we've been hearing a lot of feedback on the Crocs, and they're blowing up. <laughs> and it's uh, it seems like everyone wants to talk about the Crocs, and they don't even want to talk about baseball anymore. <laughs> so, uh, next question, I got I got for you here. Um, I'm gonna start you off with uh, with something easy here. What's the most important spot in a lineup? Batting order. Yeah, batting order. That's yeah, a really good that. one, Jim. That's, that's a new that's one. That's a new one. A yeah. bit. That's a good one. Ah, uh, I mean, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say I, I've never been asked that question before. I've been asked like, what's the most important spot or what's the what's the uh, best hitter? But based off the words you use, I would say leadoff. Okay, I would say yep, leadoff yeah. hitter. Yeah, that's getting it started. It's a good answer. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was thinking too. I agree with that 100%, man. You get a leadoff hitter yeah, gets on base at the top of the first inning. It's a completely different I mean, different I think your game. best hitter's always hitting first, second, or third for the most part. Maybe fourth, but, you know, every lineup's different. you got to play with what you got. But I would say yeah. best hitter's first, second, or third, right? I think my best hitter first sometimes. Yeah, I'm a believer in that too, kind of that new age baseball. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be your fastest kid, but, you know, on-base guy, he's going to get on base. He made a homer, whatever it is. Uh, so that's a good answer. That's that's kind of where I was with it when it comes to it. Uh, next one's a little hard-hitting, a little, little harder for you than that one. Um, would you eat a piece of bubble gum from a 1992 baseball pack of cards? No, I thought you were gonna say for a million dollars or something like that. But just, no, no, it's just for no. no, just for on the podcast for fun, for clicks, for no, views. I would, would I you would do not that? Pass. Oh man! All right, all right, it was worth a try. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I'm going back to your college days here. What was the? Who was the the most important coach on your staff? And that could be from from the strength and conditioning coordinator all the way up to the head coach. Who, in your eyes, is the most important coach? Who, for, for me, who was? Uh, it was our head coach, absolutely. Yeah. He he was he was in charge. He ran the show. It was definitely him. Okay. But I, that's, a good, okay. that's a good question. Next that's a great question. question. I have. Because, yeah, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. It's that, a good question. I, yeah. I've always heard from – from others where it's, you know, no, our strength yeah. and conditioning coach was by far and away the most important coach on that staff. So, you know, everybody's a little bit different. Um, next question I have is what is your favorite baseball uh, movie? I'm just, Perfect I'm not a fan answer. of, Thank I'm you. not a fan of those. Like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of movies where Kevin Costner's in baseball pants pretending like he's, you know, throwing 95 <laughs> miles an hour. I just, I can't get into it. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Right, yeah. rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold okay. on, hold on, hold My on. So you're saying Henry Rowan Gardner wasn't yeah. throwing 98 miles an hour Yeah, but he was Cubs? like 13. That was fun to watch. Was, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last question here, and then and then Jim will finish it up with a bunch of them, I'm sure. Um, what is your favorite 
ballpark and it can be one that you've been to it can be one that you've always wanted to go to which one would be your favorite dodger stadium because i grew up going to dodger games my entire life that's a a good answer good we haven't had a west coast answer yeah on this show yet so i was hopeful since you were an la guy that you would be you would yes, give us absolutely. a West Coast answer. That's a good one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Dodger Stadium. Uh, next one I got for you. Who's funnier, Mark Paul or Will Ferrell? Mark Paul. Yeah. Oh, don't, me- don't yeah, mess this uh, one good. up. You passed the test. Uh, <laughs> let me text Mark right now. He passed the test. Yeah. Maybe Will you Ferrell pass- from like 2000 to 2005. <laughs> yeah, he's passed his prime. Mark's in, it. Mark's in his prime. What's your Step favorite brothers. Will Ferrell movie? Yep. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, that's, that's, all right. I'm I'm between Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. Good one, but I'm with you on Step Brothers. <laughs> Step Brothers is the go-to. <laughs> uh, next one I got for you. So right now, where would you hit on your 18-year-old uh, team right now? Where would I hit? Oh, in the lineup. Yep, in the lineup. Yep. Oh shoot. Real realistically, probably sixth. All right, all right. Maybe seventh. I like it. I some of those guys are some of those guys are right. really hard. Yeah. All right. What about on your? T- yeah, yeah. What about your ten-year-old team? You batting leadoff? Yeah. <laughs> ten-year-old team. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Uh, hey, hey, uh, Wolf's ten-year team. You gotta, you gotta show him up. Yeah. Now. Next practice, show, yeah, show him what you're step about. Step in the cage and hit a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, that's it for the fun questions. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. We always have a little fun with that. Um, the crack questions will keep coming, so don't worry, all you fans out there. They're going to keep coming. 100%. Uh, <laughs> uh, next question we ask all our guests to kind of wrap it up here. Um, what's one moment for you when it comes to baseball? You know, we, we try to keep travel baseball, but if it's related to high school or college for you, feel free to use that story. But something that you'll never forget about this game, whether it's a game-winning home run, game-winning play, a loss, a win, whatever it is, that one one moment that'll always stick with you. Can I give you two? Yeah, absolutely. So one is from my coaching days when I was coaching at Spalding. We were transitioning from NAIA to Division Three, so technically we didn't have you know a huge sanctioning body at the time, but there were a lot of schools doing that same thing at the time. I think there was a pool about sixty or seventy schools, so they put all of those schools together for two years. And they were able to have their own their own college world series out of those 60 or 70. So it was the USCAA national championship and Spalding, we won it in 2012. And that was really cool. And I mean, it was wow. it was completely legit competition. I mean, I was blown away by the teams we were seeing in the World Series, and we ended up winning the whole thing. We had to win three games on the last day to win it all. They were all nine inning games. We had three pitchers all pitch complete games it was you know it was just a complete complete you know miracle for us that day everything and that's how you win a world series every single thing's got to go yep. your way you know everything went our way every ball landed our way it was just it was one of the best weeks of my life wow being a part that's of that special. coaching staff and it was really cool you know i i can't say better because i never won anything like that as a player but i feel like it might have been better as a coach because i feel like i had a lot to do with you know the planning of it and it coming together well and the team molding so well so, and I wasn't the head coach, you know, I, I had some input, but I didn't have nearly as much as our head coach did, but I still felt like I was able to contribute to this thing that worked so well. It's crazy how that is that, you know, being a coach, you almost have, it's almost more exciting for your team to win when you're a coach 
than it was when you were a player. I couldn't agree more. I'm going to give on. you another one that happened recently when I was when I was coaching one of our older teams, and this has to kind of do with something with umpires that we talked about earlier. Is there was a game that was it was on the final day of a tournament, so it was something semifinals, quarterfinals, one of those games where you're very close to the championship game, and there was a lot of back and forth between the umpire and both, you know, both sides, both sides were getting a little chippy with the umpire. And at one point, the umpire had enough, and he he looked at one of the one of the parents from the other team, and he said, "If you think you can do it better, come over here and do it better." So this parent goes, <laughs> "Okay," and he starts to walk on the field while the uh, the umpire, while this guy is starting to make his way on the field, takes off his shirt, takes off his shirt takes off his uh, chest protector, takes off everything, and he's standing on home plate, shirtless, yelling, you know, yelling at the stands of this other team. And thankfully, the coach from the other team was able to keep that, you know, their parent off the field. But, I mean, this uh, this umpire stood there shirtless for 10 minutes yelling at people <laughs> until the tournament director came up, and he was like, he was like, man, hey, you got to get it together out here. Holy, so, so I... One of, the, story one of the most amazing, amazing things I've ever seen. I've, <laughs> I, I've heard umpires shout out, if you can do better, yeah. come do it yourself. But no, nobody never. ends up going out there to try to do it better themselves. This dude literally came out on the field and was about to umpire the game. And the ump is like, he was coming. go ahead, do it. I'm thinking, I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm going to take my team off the field if this goes any further. Yeah. Right, right. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That I, I wasn't expecting that answer. That's uh <laughs> that's a good answer and that just shows you what we need to what we need to do better in this game of baseball here. Um yeah, that's a right. great Well that shows us for for all of our guests at that point, from here on out, it doesn't have your most yeah. memorable moment does not have to be necessarily a positive one. Some of them are negative and, and this one happens to be negative and now that the situation's over, and I'm sure that everything <laughs> kind of got under wraps, it's kind of funny, yeah. now, you know. Like that's crazy. Wow, man. Yeah, that's a good answer. I'm I'm glad you gave that one. <laughs> I, I was not expecting that. So thank you for sharing that moment with us. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Zev, we appreciate you hopping on with us, man. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Guardian Baseball. Make sure you guys go check it out. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. We we actually got a promo code for 15% off uh, site wide if you visit Guardian Baseball com and use promo code Midwest Baseball Ranks uh, 15. You'll get a little 15% off. I recommend going to do it uh, soon so we can get involved with what you guys got going on right now. And uh, I'm looking forward to following your guys' journey along, looking forward to, you know, following your teams along. But again, Guardian Baseball's take, they're on the map. You guys are there, man. It's uh, it's special. And continue promoting on Instagram because that's what pops, I think. Uh, the the post and everything that you guys do is really cool. So, I you know, I rec it highly um the, the, the marketing team, whatever you guys got going on over there, is doing a fantastic job, and I think that'll continue um, putting on the map because of, because of that specifically, just the way you guys are doing things. So um, we we appreciate you hopping on, and we, you know definitely want to have you on again uh, towards the baseball season. Yes, thanks, guys. Yeah, and and I just want to I just want to say on behalf of all of our listeners, thank you very much for the promotion code. Um, you know, give Midwest Baseball ranks fifteen and type that in in your shopping cart on guardianbaseball.com on behalf of all of our listeners thank you very much for for that i know that we have a lot of listeners out there so again like what jim said get to the website get your stuff 
Yeah, definitely. And Zev, again, we appreciate you hopping on, man. It was a lot of fun. And uh, again, we're, we're going to have you on again. And uh, I'll be down in Kentucky sometime this year. Maybe we'll link up if you're free. But um, again, you're welcome on anytime. Anytime you guys got something on you want us to you know, promote, we'll definitely, uh, definitely do it for you. Maybe when you get all those new brands that you guys were talking about, you know, come on Absolutely. here, give them a shout Thank out. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> appreciate it, Zev.